I had to add that today for our special guest, Mr. Craig Carlson. Oh, boy. Let them eat pancakes, his newest work. I love it. I love it. I loved his first one, Pancakes in Paris, too. Ah, great. Mr. Carlson is a Connecticut native who mastered the French language in high school. After attending the University of Connecticut and USC, he became a screenwriter and showrunner. In 2003, he created the first American-style diner in Paris, and it's now a popular destination for natives, tourists, and both French and Americans. Yes, it's wonderful. All right, I'm going to open up his mic and uh, bring him on. And thank you, uh, Ms. Dietrich, for that. Okay. That's a little beeping on there. Uh, Please go to my chat room and not calling in today. All right, we're going to bring in... Craig Carlson right now. Here we go. Hope you like that, Craig. Here we go. I'm opening your mic, Craig. Oh, there. Okay, okay. here I am. Bonjour. 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 Craig, I love the second one just as much as I love the first one. What can I say? Oh, <laughs> I I'm glad. Wonderful to hear and, that. Thank and you. I, <laughs> and I just kept hearing all. Uh, I mean, it was so much fun, again, to read it because it just reminded me in the first one. Uh, all the characters that you you brought up, but this one even more uh, because yeah, uh, no. it had so many delightful characters going on in it, and uh, I was just laughing. I'm still laughing at some of them, which we'll bring up. And how's it going? So this is your second one. It's opening oh. up too. Is is yeah, yes. so, yeah for the restaurants, um, both the the, the diners yes, yes. or the uh, for the. Yeah, the diners, both of them are open right now. I just finished a, uh, a, a lunch rush. It's the day before Bastille Day. So we oh, have yeah. lots, of, uh, <laughs> lots of visitors coming into the city. A lot of the French people from outside of other, other departments have come up to celebrate in Paris because it's the capital, you know. So the big fireworks, I think they're going to do them again this year. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it's been, been wonderful. And you could feel a, a bit of a holiday spirit coming on right now here in Paris. Oh, definitely before Bastille Day. All I keep thinking of yeah. is La Mis for some reason in my head. But oh yes, <laughs> the play. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Truly, my husband he calls me Cosette. And it sounds like the same song. Yeah, <laughs> like that. Well, I, it's very good. Anyway, so back to you. <laughs> yeah, I know we can have fun together, Craig. I I, I love you. Uh, but it's just uh, I love the second book now, and I'm gonna. So if you haven't. Uh, I'm going to honestly say, if you haven't read the first book, you can still read this book, right? Because I agree, one hundred percent. I made it that way so you could it, it, read the it second one. It stands alone. I think the book stands alone, mm-hmm. uh, which is fantastic. Uh, that it stands mm-hmm. totally alone on its own as a read. And I was trying to be objective, like I wasn't going to go back over my other notes and see what it was. I did remember some of the stuff, but this one had a new flavor. I swear to you, Craig. Now I watch a lot of Netflix and Amazon Prime. I I don't know if you have that over there, but. I swear, mm-hmm. I was seeing a, a French sitcom in my head with this book. <laughs> Were you? That's wonderful. With you and the pigeon man. With you and the pigeon man. With you and. Let's tell the people what the pigeon man, what he's all about. Oh, my gosh. Oh, tell, yes. tell us a little bit yeah. about the pigeon man because I was hysterical. Go ahead. Yeah, well, here, here in Paris, my, my husband, Julian, and I, uh, he's French. Before we got married, we, we finally got our first real apartment in the Marais, and uh, an 18th century apartment, very old, but was wonderful as it had a, a rooftop terrace, which you would crawl through the, 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 on a ladder through the ceiling up to the top, and it had this th- almost a 360 view of the rooftops of Paris, 
just wonderful. And we thought, oh, that we, you know, this is going to be the life now. And then a, a, an old man with a van moved in front of the of our apartment building and decided to live there for the next two years, feeding pigeons. And before you know it, the place was invaded. Hundreds and hundreds of pigeons <laughs> made our lives hell. I tried to get the city to do something about it. It turned out this this man had been doing this for years, going from neighborhood to neighborhood. And uh, <laughs> it became just a farce. It became a complete farce, didn't it? I mean, just the whole story, just layer upon layer upon layer of French bureaucracy. Sorry about that. Hold on. I have, uh, I have a bad problem here. Hang on. Hang on. Okay, no worries. A second. Sorry. I was trying to turn something off and it came on. Um, so I'm sorry to interrupt you with that. <laughs> that was something I was trying to. Yeah, and the, the pigeon man he came a bit, he became a bit of a celebrity, uh, a social media celebrity, because he became the subject of many photographs, and photographic exhibits. And before you know it, uh, people were coming to his van to have his picture taken, and the city was afraid to do anything about it because he had so much, so much coverage, and was, you know became a superstar. And then he was making my life, you know, oh. complete living hell. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You running down the street. Aha, uh-huh, it's under the car. I mean, everything about it to me, it just was screaming yeah. sitcom to me. There's a sitcom here. Yeah, was it? <laughs> and so that's yeah, that yeah. But true. it's like you said, <laughs> with a French twist to it. That's the fun. Yeah, with a French twist. <laughs> because I think that's what. And then I love Julian's part in it with the flip flops, with the flip flops, and the. Uh, <laughs> he calmly oh, took it and, and you goodness. made it a mission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that shows the difference between culturally between a Frenchman who kind of stays cool and laid back, but then gets very excited when you talk about putting together a dossier, you know, to put together paperwork. Nothing gets a French person more excited than, <laughs> than oh, yeah. uh, getting caught oh, up in bureaucracy. The stories so. of the bu- bureaucracy. Oh, oh, my gosh. Please, uh, for those who haven't read the first book, will you tell us how hard it is to fire a waiter in France? <laughs> Oh, it's, it's next to impossible. I have a whole, a whole chapter in there about it. And, you know, they could steal, they could not show up, they can, you know, do all kinds of different things. And you have to start building this dossier, which can go on for years. And even if you have grounds that you believe are for firing, for example, if you give warnings and warning letters and warning uh, interviews with the person, you can't use that against the person. They have to do other things on top of it. it does, it's absurd. It makes no sense. And so you're building this dossier that really doesn't mean much. And if you get to a certain point where you just, you know, you, you say, okay, we have to part ways, inevitably they'll go to this pudum, it's called, this court, and 99% of the time they win. And the cases have been so absurd that I've heard, including some of ours. And, uh, yeah, I, I've never seen anything quite like it. And <laughs> and Macron, he's that been trying so to loosen fun. up some of that a little bit. And, there. I remember sorry. the first book when you – when you when you describe that when the the first part and it's just it's just the, the whole part of you in just that you you do love France and you do uh, yes. you always gravitated back to it and the fact now here as a mother I have to ask you this are you still eating these huge breakfasts <laughs> because the way you describe them I I have, mean, I'm getting hungry when you talk about them <laughs> yes I have to be careful because I don't want to get too much cholesterol or any of that thing and at my age I'm going to be 56 in a couple of weeks I have to be a little careful but I do have to say I, I, I indulge about two or three times a week uh, in my diner and I have a nice big breakfast today I had an everything bagel with cream cheese and uh, a, a turkey like smoked turkey on it like almost like a breakfast sandwich with scrambled eggs so that, that's reasonable for me <laughs> can I ask you do you, and, you know, serve the lumberjack check 
We don't serve grits. Everyone asks, a lot of people ask us that, especially those from the South who come through. We tried it, and uh, it did not go over well with the French. And uh, we didn't have enough Americans who, who who were into it. So, but we'll try it again, I think, because we've been getting, you know, once the tourists come back, because that's the big thing right now, obviously, uh, throughout Europe, we're missing our American tourists. I never thought I'd miss American tourists as much as I do now. Um, oh, because, no. you know, and the whole city needs them. And so uh, when they come back, maybe we'll celebrate by serving grits and some other things, sloppy joes, things that we haven't tried in a long time to see it, macaroni and cheese, oh, you yes. know, some of the sloppy good joes. staples. Yeah. Oh, and, no, it's uh, all great. I mean, I love beginning. when you describe this. <laughs> and I love that you said that, you know, when you were working on sets and stuff, that, that, that you were just eating, okay, a croissant, a, a this, a that. And, uh, and yes. I like, too, you know what I really like, Craig, how you included a little bit of the history of why croissants were so cheap and why <laughs> that I didn't know. Yeah. It was a lot of facts yeah. I didn't know. And yeah, I, I did. I, I did a lot of research erase. for this book. To yeah. Erase what? You did. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I just want to say no, that. You, said, you, you said you'll things, never erase what? Uh, well, mm. i got to tell you, I will never erase the escargot recipe from my head again. <laughs> oh. That you had in the book. How you Can we talk about that for a minute? That's one of my, my favorite brain. chapters. Oh, oh one of my good. favorite chapters okay, called Operation ahead. Escargot. And it's uh, kind of a love letter to my mother-in-law, Julian's mom which we call here in French, we call a belle maman, which is so much better than a mother-in-law. You know, it's like as if you've been, you know, by court, you have to take this as your mother-in-law. <laughs> you know, there's a sweet name, <laughs> belle maman. And that describes my mother-in-law. She is just a wonderful woman. She's an amazing cook. She's from Burgundy. So she grew up with the wine and the pairing of wine with great cuisine. And one of the things is the Burgundy snails. And there's this whole chapter about how uh, – one day oh when Julie and I were first getting to know each other and he introduced me to his mom, we went down to see her in Burgundy and we, she made us this amazing five-course meal like she always does. And afterwards, we went for a walk and we're in the woods and it's drizzly and rainy and all of a sudden, she sees and spots an escargot and a snail and she runs over and grabs it. And next thing you know, she's like, wait one minute. And she ran off to the apartment, came back with a bag and within an hour had 250 snails in there. And turns out, which I never knew, and most people don't know over here in France, there is a hunting season for snails. <laughs> and uh, she, she, she was in it. Two days after hunting season started, she was there. And then, as you just said, uh, turning those 250 snails into a delicacy, you know, the French delicacy with the garlic butter and the whole thing. And also that, so, we, so we could smuggle them into America because we were going back uh, at that, at, oh. after that summer to introduce my, uh, you know, Julianne and his mom to some of my family and friends. And, and she said, we have to bring some of these escargot. And so we uh, stuffed them in our suitcase and uh, spread them between three suitcases. They got pulled to the side by the, by the customs. I won't tell you what happens. You have to read the book. But, uh, boy, was that, it, that's what we call the Operation Escargot. How do we smuggle 250 snails into America without getting, you know, arrested? <laughs> oh, my God. So. What are you in for, snails? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they got me on snails. <laughs> snails, yeah. Yeah. murder, snails. <laughs> that is so snails. cute, and I love just ev everything from the book. But I love because you did this book as uh, opposed to the first book was how you started it and how you came yes. of age in starting it and just how you grew and grew with this and just uh, your determination in the first book that you were going to do it and the obstacles. If you haven't read the first book, please. Pancakes and Paris, that 
it was so funny. Just how you, you just yeah. what now what there's a hole in the what 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 oh tell the story of the the um, brick the little brick that you got with the shop. Oh yeah, the cobblestone. The cobblestone. Yes. Is that right? Yes. 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 Oh yes, when I yes, it took me a long time to find a location for the first restaurant. When I finally did, uh, it was wonderful because it was an old French couple that had been there since 1965. Um, they had never had any children. This was like their baby, and it was a big deal to give it up uh, to a young American like me coming over to start a restaurant. I had no restaurant experience. I never had a business of my own, and here I'm doing it in a foreign country, foreign language, you know, culinary capital of the world. I'm going to open a restaurant. And so they took me under their wing, treated me like the, kid, the son they never had. And to show sort of that appreciation at the end, after I got the keys to their place, Mr. Moran went to the cellar and came back with a cobblestone, a night, an old cobblestone wrapped in newspaper. And he, he gave it to me and he said, this is from the revolution. And I said, the revolution, the, you know, the, the French revolution. He's like, no, no, the revolution of 1968. In 1968, in May, France had uh, huge student re- protests and riots, uh, kind of a lot of what's, what's going on in America right now. And, uh, and one of the protesters threw the cobblestone through his cafe window, smashed it, and uh, he decided to keep it as a, as a souvenir. And he passed it on to me. For, I guess for years, he would always talk about this cobblestone, how, how this was part of the revolution. And uh, he gave it to me as a gift, and I still have it. And, uh, and as it said in the book, um, I'm going to put it behind plexiglass with a little hammer and say, in case of revolution, break glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, Craig. That's so funny. Uh, and it's great. Can I yeah. ask you, and uh, you've got married. How long have you been married? We've married five years. And, uh, okay. yeah, and so it's been, Congratulations. been wonderful. And there's a whole chapter a whole chapter in there about French bureaucracy with us getting married as well. That's kind of hilarious. Oh, He's I know. American so fu- and, and so some of the funny. Uh, and, uh, so yeah, so Julian's a big part, much bigger part of, much bigger part of this book than the first one, because, you know, he's, he's, cause I've only met him, uh, you know, in the, in the first book, as I'm putting together the restaurant, I, I met him after the second restaurant was open, which is near the end of the book. And this one, we, we, we go a lot more into the, our relationship and our story and uh, the cultural differences and the funny culture differences between having a French husband and an American, you know, uh, uh, oh, yeah. and how we see things very differently and, 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 and the logic is very different. And, and I could see, I mean, there's a lot more of him, but the, the, I love that you can, you can make fun of the differences in each other. His approach to yes. something and your approach to something is quite different. <laughs> Where he's like, yes, yes, something yes. is simple and you see it as, I, I've got to solve it. <laughs> Maybe you do. Yes. And you. Yeah, you I remember, like for me, I'm, as Americans love to follow. The, yeah, exactly. And, and Americans always love to know the rules and what the rules are, and they want us to kind of stay clear to them, at least the ones I know here. And and, and where France, it's a much more gray area, you know. And so, for example, in the second restaurant, I wanted to get this sign to put up, and they and uh, the city, oh, it's going to take years, and they're probably not going to do it. And then Julian took over. And next thing you know, they're putting up this brand new sign that we wanted. And, uh, and Julian was telling me how he was describing it to the man who was putting up the sign. And he said, the man said, oh, isn't that so charming how Mr. Costin wanted to follow all the rules? <laughs> you know, they just went ahead and did it. You know, as French people, you just go and just do things and stick them up. And then you, go, you argue afterwards and you come to a solution. And, but me, I just wanted to make sure that, that everything was perfect and, you know, I followed everything and so. Yeah, there's well, a lot of funny stories from like the that. book. You pour, you pour so much of your. It's not just. I mean, 
you remind me like of, of this, uh, of a, like a football player that is going through that mm-hmm. line no matter what, that you're going through it because you had a lot of obstacles and you had a lot of like now what and paperwork and back, back to the courthouse and, and, but you just yeah. didn't give it up. You just didn't give up. And yes. I don't know if that attributes it to that you eat an American breakfast, just saying, but <laughs> Yes, it carbs me up and <laughs> gives me the energy. <laughs> but which which no, you I, need for that? No, I think you're right. That. I think and that's the. Uh... Sorry. Okay. No, go ahead. Lag. I'm sorry. It's just a little lag. Yeah. Oh, I think they, so, even the French people have said to me that 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 they're just they're 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 just impressed with my determination, how I just keep going, mm-hmm. and and that uh, you know even now when we we're slowly opening up during the you know COVID uh, crisis. We we opened it up a little bit early and uh, earlier and did a lot of uh, takeaway and the, and the French neighborhood were coming up and they were like good for you bringing some life back into this neighborhood you know and and so it's 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 really been wonderful I think they 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 say bravo to me as I work like crazy as they head off on vacation <laughs> I think that's and you you're pretty, you're pretty much uh, full full time I guess do you close at all or do you close you must close. Yeah, no, we don't. We don't it seems close like at all. Seven days I mean, a week. Uh, seven days a week, and, and you know, there's the tradition. A lot of Americans know the tradition of, uh, especially in Paris, well, all through France, where the they close the month of August, their businesses, and they head off to the you know beach or to the you know on their vacances. Uh, but less and less are doing that now because less and less people own their own the the real estate. You know, they have rent to pay and that kind of oh, thing. So no. it's it's still being done, and Paris will still be empty in August just not as much as it used to be in the old days. And we, unfortunately, uh, you know, we can't really afford to just close for a month, you know, because you have to still pay everyone. Yes, of course you have to pay uh, yeah, the rent and everything. So, uh, so no, we don't close at all. <laughs> but uh, you have, and you but have I still try uh, to get my five weeks. Uh, vacation. Uh, you still try. There are so many, um, what I would like to call, uh, what would you call them? Snippets, I guess is a, is a good word snippets of uh, I'm really struck by your character work in this latest book. You're, mm-hmm. you're bringing more t- the, the characters, the man in the corner table. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give anything away. Uh, ah, the special. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, uh, you, um, and you've had so many celebrities surprise you yeah. and, and come in as yeah, well. Right. And, and yeah. please, I, I got to say Scarlett Johansson, because that's you and I have a, a crossover in that. Because I did, uh, oh, did I do a lot of background on, on SNL. I do a lot of background work on SNL, Saturday Night Live. And I was in a sketch with Scarlett Johansson, so that's our crossover. Because oh. I was amazed by her, too. <laughs> I was just like, now, Did you know Johansson. that she had opened a popcorn stand in Paris? No. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's how good the popcorn stand was about <laughs> three blocks from our restaurant. So, yeah, yeah. So, oh wow! Yeah. I, I had a vision of the, and, your whole block becoming America, but <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> with uh, people's games. Yeah, it's true. There were, that's true. Yeah, it's a great point. Yeah, because there was a cupcake <laughs> shop that opened. There was a popcorn shop that opened. Yeah. That's a great point. I never thought of that. But um, and I, you know, one of my America. favorite characters too. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if one if you like this, uh, Madame Hubert, the 86 year old French neighbor who had never had a burger in her life and came to the restaurant for the first time and. That was a fun story. You know, she'd been through World War II oh, and yeah. D-Day. She survived uh, so much. And, boy, the idea of having a burger, well, that's just crazy. But <laughs> she she did. She I just came down in 86. Was... Bring it on. 
And uh, well, that's what the, that, I like about this it. book, uh, Craig. It's just that you, it, as again, your character work in the book. Before it was you getting that restaurant running and getting it up, and all the obstacles mm-hmm. you had to face, and and your fa- you know, both little touch of your family and finding love and all of that. But this one is more of um, uh, Jules Verne letting us see the people in in, yes, in your yeah. world, which I love that he- so much. Yeah, that's what I think was was important because the first book brought us up to the to where the restaurants were successful and doing well. But that's not where the for me where the story ends. It's it's the life that comes with it afterwards, and all the characters that fill the, that life and and the interaction that the Steiner plays as as a, sort of the meeting point, the focal point to all this interchange, all this interaction, you know, uh, between cultures and ages and generations and history and. I thought, oh, this is a great device to use to to explore, you know, so many facets of of life in France, uh, and also to reflect you, on my own movie, past. It's a movie or a sitcom, Craig. It's a movie or a sitcom. I don't know which one is going to be. But well, it's I mean, just, give you a little so exclusive here. We're in the process of we're in the process of uh, of, uh, of uh, working on a possible series. So I, I'll just give you that little bit tidbit. Would I have I a producer that's I very interested? <laughs> and um, so let's see what happens. This would be fantastic. Okay, now, now I have to ask you this very important qu- qu- question. What is your special for Bastille Day? Oh, our special for Bastille Day. Well, it's kind of easy because we do, luckily the French uh, flag has the same colors as American flags. So we do like a blueberry, mm-hmm. white chocolate, and strawberry pancake. So red, white, and blue. But in France, it's blue, white, and red. Of course, they flip everything around. <laughs> so, um, uh, so we're going to do that. We're going to have these special, <laughs> Sorry. I said, just turn the plate around. <laughs> yes. Red, white, blue. Red, red. I love it. God, why didn't I think of that? I was thinking the cooks work so hard. All they have to do is turn the plate. <laughs> just turn the plate around. If you're French, point the arrow this way. If you're American, point the arrow that yeah. way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. I so, so, so yeah. We'll, believe... we'll... Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. I was, no, uh, I was going to say, I can't believe every time I talk to you, it's just so much fun. I feel like I'm talking to a friend. And I just, oh. as again, I love the book so much, and I love reading it, and I'm sure there's going to be a third one. So, Craig, right now, I haven't posted it yet, but I'm oh. going to read you. You ready? Yeah. Craig Carlson, Let Them Eat Pancakes, is a feast for your funny bone. It is clever, informative, and filled with the outrageous characters and bureaucracy that make up the intoxicating appeal of the cuisine and people of Paris. Viva l'American et ses crips. That will be going oh, on Amazon oh. today. Is that what you, oh, you heard, that's, your, <laughs> that's your review for it? That's oh. my review of your book. I'll be oh, putting that on Amazon Thank today. you. I love that. <laughs> I love that. that. I'm so glad that you captured what my goal was with this book, and you just said it so perfectly. Thank you. Oh. It is great. It is great. Both books are great. And and I'm trying to remember, in the first book, did you have recipes in the back? Do I remember recipes? We did have recipes in the, in the back. Book. We had two from my yeah. from my mother-in-law, her, her birth bourguignon recipe, and there's another recipe. Oh. Um, it's called uh, Poudre Gaston Girard. Which is Gérard, which is a, uh, a specialty of Burgundy of uh, Dijon, actually, where you use Dijon mustard, white wine, and Comté cheese on on, and you bake it in the chicken in the the chicken in the oven, and it is the best. Oh my God, the sauce, the sauce is the French say the sauce. The sauce is just to die for, <laughs> and my mother-in-law always makes me an extra you know Tupperware of sauce <laughs> to take home with me, 
and uh, when I go visit her. And so there's two recipes from her and two from the restaurant. And uh, so, so yeah. everyone, I want to say, I can't believe how time flies, Craig, when I talk to you. I just enjoy it so much. Both books are available on Amazon, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct, yes. Let them eat pancakes uh, is so the newest one. And that's the newest one, the latest one, which you could read as a standalone, or I suggest reading the first one, too. But you can get them. And your yeah. website, again, please repeat it, your website for more information. It's uh, craigcarlsonauthor.com. craigcarlsonauthor.com for more information right. about it. It, uh, it was a delight. It was always a delight talking to you. I can't wait for bad steel day for you to turn the plates around on people. <laughs> no, that's going to be big. Yeah, I'll be the I'll be the owner from hell, and I'm going to go from table to table. No, it's the wrong way. Turn, turn. No, <laughs> wait, your friends turn, turn the plate. I think that's going to be the catchphrase so for the day tomorrow. <laughs> and what would you like oh, it's to been leave such people a pleasure, with on uh, today? Uh, so, what would you like I to think, leave people I think, with um, on today? I think I think I'd, I'd like to leave on a little inspirational note. I think if there was a theme for both restaurants, it's 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 uh, both books. Sorry, is that it's never too late to change your life or completely try something new. I think that's you know getting out of the comfort zone. I think that's that's uh, one thing I would really like to leave everyone because you know I, I completely changed careers, moved to France when I was 38, and decided to do something crazy, and it turned out to be just wonderful. And I'm, I think it's. And just the different custom, the different stories in there. A lot of them are are people tr- uh, trying something new and, and daring to to, you know, just uh, bring some spice into their life. And I think, I think that's well, like you are an inspiration, Craig. Doing. You are an inspiration. And if if anyone in this time and everything that we're going through, if you just need a little inspiration to keep a going, as they say, keep a going. Uh, you should exactly. Let them eat pancakes because. Yeah. You really just don't quit. You, you didn't quit on food. You didn't quit on love. You kept going. Yeah. And what is your quote? Uh, I'm, I'm doing my, I'm living my, I have it written down. Oh, living, living my dream, you're, you're, living my dream, which sometimes is ironic as I'm picking French flies off the floor as a zombie, you know, I haven't slept in five days, but <laughs> it's living my dream. <laughs> and, and that's exactly. the most important thing. And, and you will walk away from this. Uh, just uh, it's 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 great it's a great escape it's a great escape everyone uh, read this book go to craigcarlsonauthor.com you can get it on Amazon as well you can get both books and I'm hoping there'll be a third because I can't wait to see what yeah. else happens uh, I will never oh, boy. Yes. again the same way or snails no <laughs> or snails right I want to thank you and, and it's snails, a way to go to France please. you know a lot of people, yeah, a lot, a lot you know, with the travel thing right now, this is a wonderful way to just experience France again, you know, and for all those who love France or want to go to France, I think this will take you there and uh, you'll feel like you're in La France. I, you know? I feel like so. I was on your block. I feel like I was on your block watching the pitch yeah. man and, yeah. and hearing yeah. <laughs> Julian uh, slap his, uh, his flip-flops together. Just scare them away. Scare them away. But you're always a light, delight, Craig Carlson. And uh, keep keep a going and uh, keep living Thank the dream. Thank you so much. Uh, you're Same with you. You're an individual. And please get this book, people. Uh, you'll just be so inspired by it. And it's fun. And it's funny. All right, Craig. Thank you again. That's CraigCarlsonAuthor.com. Go check him out. Thank you. And I'll find something French. Thank you so much. Again. Au revoir. <laughs> All right. Au revoir. Anyway, what not he wonderful? I mean, uh, what an amazing man and just a, a testament to perseverance and going on. He just uh, got to love him. All right. That's www.craigcarlson.com.
Author.com. So you want to check that out. And uh, we'll just uh, go on a little more of uh, our thing today. This has been What's the Buzz New York. And uh, thank you for joining us. www.craigcarlsonauthor.com. Let them eat pancakes. And I guess we have to say happy Bastille Day to everyone as well. And uh, sorry for the little glitch in the beginning, but we fixed it. I tried to turn the sound down on something and turned it up. All right. This has been What's the Buzz, New York. Today's guest was Craig Carlson, author of his latest book, Let Them Eat Pancakes. I recommend both books, however. Thank you for joining us. What's the Buzz, New York. I'll tell you the buzz. It's Craig Carlson in Paris eating pancakes. Love him. Je vois la viande rose.